This is 400 Seconds Play Podcast. Concise conversations with extraordinary women leading hope and change in the climate crisis. I'm Becky Downing. The climate emergency can often seem distant and detached. A story on our screens from far off shores. But what do you do when it turns up on your doorstep? This is the question Mums for Lungs began to ask in 2017. They're a grassroots organisation from Brixton, campaigning for clean air for everyone. We spoke to their founder, Jemima Hartshorn, and I began by asking her what first inspired the movement into being. In 2016-2017, I was on maternity leave for the first time, living on a busy road in Brixton in London, a very polluted area. And, you know, I started reading about air pollution um, while pushing the pram. And I started thinking about it. I started talking about it. And it turned out there was quite a few parents who were really worried about air pollution. And we came up with the idea of starting Mums for Lungs. So we're a network of parents campaigning because we are worried about um, children getting really sick from air pollution. Air pollution at London levels of air pollution is linked to stunted lung growth, cardiac issues, asthma, cancer, diabetes, name it, air pollution is bad for it. So we wanted to make a difference. And, you know, we sort of campaign where we think we can make a difference. So it has been local boroughs and the mayor and national government, but also because you know, we know everyone is incredibly busy and has a million things to do. We, as volunteers, usually organise campaigns that are really easy for people to join. Like, you know, we'll create posters and then ask lots of people to put them up. I thought it would fizzle out when we all went back to work, but it didn't. And instead we've sort of grown and got more momentum and all together in staff time, Mums for Lungs has just recently started to have about one day a week, uh, one full-time staff person, all our time added together. So that was sort of really unexpected, that it would go so well and that we would really, you know, continue going. We have regular meetings, which are great. Um, We do a lot more things, like we now have sample letters that people can download from our website to central TV shows um, who are glamorising wood burning, for example. So we've branched out from being only volunteers to have a bit of staff time. And I think in, you know, in impact, I hope we've sort of really managed to increase the outreach we have and thereby raise much more awareness of air pollution than we could within our sort of, you know, friends and family networks where we started. So if anyone listening here has tiny bits of pockets of spare time and a bit of passion for air pollution, um, please get in touch because we can use any help we can get. But like 10 minutes of your time makes a difference to us. You've launched a range of pioneering campaigns to promote clean air. What achievement would you say you're most proud of? You know, that's really difficult to say because we don't do so many different things. And ultimately, the the aim is to have much safer and much cleaner air across um, London and beyond, obviously, the UK-wide now. So it's really difficult to say what would be the one achievement. I think what has been great is that we have seen uh, clean air councillors mem- come in in different boroughs as a result of our campaigning ahead of the lo- last local elections. We did a Twitter storm at national government on the environment bill in January, which was uh, trending at nine o'clock in the morning with our hashtag vote clean air. And I was invited to speak in a parliamentary committee to give evidence on air pollution. But I think what makes me the most proud in a way, and I think where we have the biggest impact is that people contact us all the time and say, can you help me campaign on a school street locally? And that is what we do. I talk to people every week who want one-on-one advice, 
or people get in touch and say, you know what, your campaign guide on how to campaign for School Street was really helpful. So I think that what makes me the proudest is that we help other people campaign far away on air pollution issues. What kind of things can our listeners do to make a difference? So what they can do to reduce air pollution would be to drive less or not at all, use cleaner cars. If they can, think about deliveries and um, to not burn, you know, any kind of wood burning, no matter what kind of wood burner you use, even a DEFRO approved eco design stove is incredibly polluting. To protect yourself, my advice is always walk away from the curb if you can, every meter helps. And lastly, you know, I would really say, please get involved, like drop me a line or get involved with your local Friends of the Earth group, whatever you want to do at a a time where campaigning really makes the difference. And, you know, 10 minutes of your time are likely to make a difference to a small organisation such as ours. One thing I love on your website is that you list reasons to be hopeful. So can you leave us with a reason to be hopeful? In the past 10 years, across the UK, pollution has dropped with some of the major pollutants. So that's something which is good. Um, But awareness has also increased of air pollution amongst the general public and amongst politicians. So that is the second good one. The bad thing is, though, is that um, the impact of air pollution is being much more researched and understood now. So we understand now that much lower levels of air pollution are really harmful. So despite more awareness, we need to campaign more. But I also think because of the increased um, concerns publicly around air pollution, there's a real opportunity to campaign you know we're pushing at doors that have been opened a bit a tiny little bit and media is reporting much more on it so i feel the reasons to be hopeful is that there is an opportunity to get with the right campaigning much more advancements on reducing air pollution really soon to reduce the impact on everyone's health you can find out more about mums for lungs at mumsforlungs.org and follow them on social media where they're at mumsforlungs 400 Parts Per Million is an ecological arts project by Theatre in the Rough, exploring young women's experience of the climate crisis. Join us online from the 8th to the 11th of February 2022 at 400.earth, supported by Arts Council England and the PH Holt Foundation.